it's going to be a journey and there's going to be ups and downs, but you can minimize those peaks and those valleys and make it more stable by having a really diverse, well-balanced, robust, beautiful, rich microbiome that you really take care of like a little pet. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nourished and Thriving Show. I'm your host, Katie Lovett. I'm a registered dietitian on a mission to help you increase your impact and legacy on the world while healing your gut and reducing your IBS symptoms. I'm so grateful to have you here. Each week, I'll inspire you to live vibrantly and provide valuable resources and information that empowers you to take bold action towards your health goals. Before we dive in, make sure you follow or subscribe to my show wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, today we are talking about food and really nourishing the microbiome. And so here's the thing. We have billions of organisms living in our gut, right? And they all require different foods. They all eat different foods. So I always tell my kids, we have to feed ourselves and nourish ourselves, but we also have to feed our good tummy bugs. I feel like I've kind of made them like a pet. (laughs) Feed your good tummy bugs, your little pets. But it's really important. It's important for our overall health. It's important for longevity. It's important for chronic disease reduction. And if you're here and you have a hot mess gut, it's pretty darn important for that too. So we're talking about the American Gut Study, and it came out and said that people who were regularly eating more than 30 different types of plant foods, so fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds each week had a significantly more diverse microbiome than those eating 10 or fewer different plant foods a week. So the more different foods you eat, the better, because you're promoting your, your guts diversity. And that's really good. We want everything to be balanced. That's actually one marker that the gut zoomer test looks like the gut zoomer is the stool test that I use in my clients who are in my gut rehab program. It's seriously the best test on the market. I've done a lot of research into all of the different tests that are available. GutZoomer costs me more money to do because it's a more expensive test and I cover the, the cost of it in my program, but it's it's that much better. It's so good that I, it's worth the cost for me to get the best information for my clients. Um, anyway, one marker in that test is diversity and richness. So how many different types of organisms do you have and how many of each, how robust is each different type of organism? Because you don't want super imbalanced where maybe you have a wide diversity of everything, but you have like a whole lot of this kind and like none of this other kind over here. You want them all to be really robust and thriving. And so the American Gut Study has shown us that by eating a wide variety of plant foods, you're feeding that microbiome and really nourishing it well and promoting that diversity. And the diversity is what really gives us resilience. And that's something that's really key for, you know, if you're struggling with gut issues, if you are, you know, on this journey where you're doing something to reduce your symptoms or fix SIBO or whatever, and it keeps coming back or you keep getting bad again, you keep having flares, you don't have that resiliency. And so this is really key to long-term sustainable results. I don't want you riding the roller coaster of gut health for the rest of your life, right? Like it's going to be a journey and there's going to be ups and downs, 
but you can minimize those peaks and those valleys and make it more stable by having a really diverse, well-balanced, robust, beautiful, rich microbiome that you really take care of like a little pet. So, you know, 30 different plant foods a week. So, and this is like a portion, right? You don't want like a pinch of something and you're counting that, right? So portion of of whatever the food is that you're eating. And once you count it, you're doing it over the course of a week. So you can't like double dip or double count different forms of the same food don't count. So say like oats, for example, you're having steel cut one day and rolled the next. No, that just counts as oats. (laughs) It's just one still that's fine. You can have it. And I think this is a really cool challenge because we tend to fall into ruts, right? We tend to kind of eat the same thing day in and day out. A lot of people who are really health-minded tend to do this. Like I'm picturing in my head, like all of the TikToks or Instagram reels of somebody meal prepping for the week and they have all of their little food storage containers out and they're putting the exact same thing in each compartment because they're really carefully measuring their food and, and their macro count and all of that. But what that can do is just make you miss out on diversity. Now, if you're rotating the foods and if that system works really well for you and it's either that system or doing like takeout every day for lunch, like stick with what works, but make sure that you're at least rotating them each week. So maybe one week you have broccoli, the next week you have Brussels sprouts, stuff like that, and try to change it up as you can. The one food, you know, plant food that's not included in this silly and broken out is herbs and spices. I think that they are so potent and so powerfully, wonderfully nutritious and nourishing for us that I'm going to go step out on a ledge here and say, I would count that as long as it's, you know, a good abundant serving, not like a tiny little dash of cinnamon or something like do a good amount of it, but ginger, cinnamon, peppermint, stuff like that, you know, is, is really nourishing as well. But again, just count each one, each one twice, (laughs) each one once during the week, because we're, we're going for over 30 foods a week. But I think the really great way to do this is just keep count one week and see how you measure up and then go from there. So you may be already doing this. If you're already doing this and you're still just really struggling, you know, reach out and get some help. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? Right? Like, it's not going to get better on its own. You and I both know that you've tried all the things that you know to try, like just get some help and it'll be so much more efficient. I am all about efficiency. Yes. There's beauty in the journey and yes, there is beauty and you reclaiming your gut health. And that's not going to happen overnight. There's no magic bullet, but like, why are you, you know, wasting your time trying to figure it out on your own? It's just going to take so much longer, like at least have a guide, like having a guide to climb Mount Everest doesn't make you climb it any less. Like you're still climbing it. You just have a, you know, a guide that's telling you like, let's camp here. Let's, you know, not summit today. Let's wait until tomorrow, but you're still climbing the darn mountain yourself, which is great. So if, if you're struggling and, and you're trying to the, do this and you're the person that you're like, I can eat five foods and that's it. And I'm scared to eat anything else. My digestive symptoms always blow up. If I try to eat anything else, get some help. I hear that all the time and I can definitely help you expand your diet and get to that point of being able to get 30 different plant foods a week or more, right? Even more would be great, but don't try and just force it or do it overnight and say, well, Katie said, I need to eat 30 different plant foods a week. So by George, I'm going to do it. Even though I feel miserable, like don't do that. But I think it's just a really good measure of like, how are, how are you doing? Um, I think a lot of you guys listening will find that by doing this, 
you're going to feel a lot better. So you're welcome in advance, but just really get creative, you know, add in herbs and spices to make things really delicious. Let me know if you guys need some recipe ideas, like send me an Instagram message. If you're stuck, if you don't know like where to go to get some ideas to get these foods in, I'd be so happy to help just point you in the right direction and and share some of my favorite inspiration with you there. But yeah, so 30 different plant foods a week, significantly more diverse microbiome, probably a more delicious diet too, because adding in different foods just adds to the variety and the, you know, enjoyment of your, of your meals, especially those herbs and spices. I think as Americans, we tend to skip them and just consider them to be extra. It's easier to just do salt and pepper type of thing, but they really do add a lot of enjoyment to our meal and a lot of nutrition as well. So add those in, share with me how you're doing. Make sure you go over to Instagram, send me a message, tell me how you're measuring up, tell me You know, if you're already doing 30 a week and still struggling, if you can't do 30 a week because it like pushed you over the edge, or if you tried 30 in a week and you started to feel a lot better, let me know. And we'll talk with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. I hope you are feeling inspired and empowered to take bold action towards your health goals. If you enjoy what you heard, Don't forget to follow my show so you never miss a new episode. And it would mean the world to me if you left me a review so others knew what to expect from my show. Last, get in touch. Let me know what bold action you're taking. Let me know how you're inspired. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore healthy gut underscore dietitian. I've put a link in my show notes for you so you can simply click and follow. Come say hi. I respond to all my messages and I can't wait to get in touch.